Hey everybody, it's Jeff Antoniak. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. So today we are gonna write a song, and by we, I mean you. We are gonna write a song. Now I'm not sure if you've written a bunch of tunes in the past or whether you've never done this. I'm guessing for many of the adult amateurs and semi-pros who I'm talking to, maybe you haven't done this before. We are writing a tune today. Before you go to sleep today, we're writing a tune. So, we're going to do this over a blues. Now, here's a great way to start composing, especially in jazz, is take a form and a set of chord changes that exists. Here's the good news. Uh, no one's going to sue you for that because you can't copyright chord changes or a form. That's why people write different songs over the blues or different songs over rhythm changes. Uh, technically, it's called a contrafact. We're going to write a contrafact over the blues today. Um, now, it's not that big a deal. And here's one of the things I want to tell you. So many people uh, write me, again, the adult amateurs that I love talking to so much, and they, you know, kind of say, well, you know, I missed the boat. I didn't go to jazz school. I know I'm never going to amount to anything, but I'm just kind of messing around having fun with this. To that, I say, BS. <laughs> um, sure, you didn't go to jazz school. There is a lot we can get done. We can get you caught up. The big deal about going to jazz school, oh, you know, I can't write a song. I never studied. None of that. That's not true. That's what we're here for. And that's what jazzwire.net is going to be for. Those folks that want to dig in, those folks who are passionate about playing this music and want to get moving. So I'm not uh, here to, you know, this is a composition lesson today. And by the way, that's my dog down there uh, giving us a composition on dog collar. Um, so, <laughs> so composition, I'm talking about this today because it really truly affects our playing. When you know how to think like a composer, it makes your soloing so much better. So this is going to be very, very good stuff. Uh, the last thing I want to say is these videos are being viewed about 15,000 times a week. So here's the thing. By the end of this week, I want 15,000 new blues compositions on earth. At the end of this month, I want 60,000 new blues compositions. If you write two tunes, that's over 100,000, okay? Let's get out there. Let's write some tunes. You guys can do this. You can see on the screen the PDF for today. There's always a PDF for these videos. And sitting right there are 12 measures for you to fill in. So what we're going to do is compose what's called a riff blues. The song Sea Jam Blues, written by Duke Ellington, is a riff blues. Okay, was that overwhelmingly complicated? Was that something you could never possibly do? No, Duke Ellington wrote that. Duke Ellington had a hit with that. Ella Fitzgerald sang that tune. <laughs> so you can do this. Now, what is a riff blues? A riff is literally that. A riff is a little melodic idea. So there was a riff and it took up four measures of space. Here's the thing, though. It, it took four measures of space, but the last bit of that, the fourth measure, was rest. So it's important when you write something to leave some space in there, like the end of this sentence has a period. And then you go on, right? So you're going to write something that probably has some space at the end. Here's the thing. Once you've got four measures done, 
you do it again and you do it again and that's your song so this is this could be like this is five minutes right um the notes duke ellington used in the key of b flat are f f f f f up to b flat five to one that simple so what i did on the sheet is wrote out the blues scale for you you don't need to use all those notes but we certainly could so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to improvise a melody. So I have nothing in mind aside from B-flat blues. I'm going to use notes from the B-flat blues scale. I'm going to try to play something that's memorable. How do you play something memorable? That's kind of hard. Like, how do you write a hit song? One of the ways you write a hit song is whatever you write, say it again, and say it again, and say it again. Think about every famous song you know. The chorus happens numerous times. So, Whatever you do, do it a second time and a third time in the blues, and people are going to notice when you repeat yourself, right? When I say to do something and I repeat myself and say it again, you think, oh, maybe Jeff's serious about this, right? At least I tried that with my 15-year-old. Okay, here we go. Okay, what do you think? Uh, hit song? I don't know if it's a hit song, but it's a song. I just, I started on the fifth scale degree, came down the blues scale, ended on the root. Wiggled around a bit, ended on the root. It doesn't matter what I did though. Um, play, use those notes, use your ears. There's such, such a thing as quality, of course. You will make decisions. You will play it differently than I played it, but that's it. Come up with something. Do it a second time, do it a third time, give it a name, you've written a song. I'm serious, I want you to do this before you go to sleep tonight. Let's do another one. Tear. I've written two hit blues tunes in the last uh, three minutes. So yes, I've composed before. Yes, I've done this before. Yes, I'm a good improviser, so that gives me a sense of what's what. But here's the thing. No one ever died from writing a bad tune. It's possible someone was actually, you know, like after the fact. But, in the, you know, you're going to be fine. Trust me. <laughs> this is going to be just fine. So let's take another approach. So that was a riff blues. Anybody can do this. And I'm serious. I want you to do it. So this next one is a more advanced take on it. So let's see what we can do using important notes, like a voice leading line. And by the way, you can look back at one of the previous videos where we talked about voice leading on the blues. Look at that. It'll give you some ideas for what we're doing here. So on the sheet, you can see that the note that I gave you is sort of a a note to consider. It's a nice voice leading line, a classic voice leading line. The third of the B flat chord is a D. Goes down to a D flat on the E flat seven chord. This is actually the voice leading line that Sonny Rollins used on Tenor Madness, which goes like this. Mm -hmm. 
So there it is. So in the fourth measure, he didn't go back to that D, but that's sort of the note that was ringing in the air, I suppose. So let's see what we can do about coming up with something that uses those notes. And don't forget, rhythm is your friend. Duke Ellington used two pitches, and it was a recurring, swinging rhythm. So rhythm can be very, very helpful. Let's see what we can come up with here. Pretty convinced I'm not winning any uh, ASCAP awards or BMI awards for composition on that one, but it's a song. I could play that on my gig tonight with trumpet and bass drums, guitar, piano, all that, and that's a legit tune. It really is. Now, um, you could hear it, it was still a riff tune in that I used the same idea, but there were now some moving notes that sort of got with the chords. So. If you're writing your first blues tune, the riff idea, just write four measures and you're essentially done. You copy and paste that in the next couple of measures. If you want to get deeper into the changes, you could combine the riff blues with, uh, with, these, with the voice leading, and we can go from there. Let me try one more. Okay, I'm going to bed a happy guy uh, tonight because I wrote four tunes today. So I really seriously want you to do this. Write your first song today. If you've done some composing before, knock one out. It'll take you 30 seconds. Or if you've done riff blues but haven't got inside the changes, ah, there's a challenge for you. Or if you've written a hundred blues tunes, how else can you challenge yourself? Can you make it more angular if you've written very melodic blues? If you've only written weird angular blues, can you make it sound like something Duke Ellington or Billy Strayhorn would have written? I want you to write a tune today. And again, this informs our playing. Now, I tell you what, this idea of composition, I'm not turning these video series into a composition lesson. It's all about how it affects our playing, but how good it feels to write a tune. We all know how to do this. And this is going to be a little angle that we're going to take at jazzwire.net. Check that out if you haven't looked at it. We launch this fall of uh, 2018. And these are going to be the sort of things we do as a community. That could be one of the assignments that your group at Jazzwire has this week. Let's everybody write a tune and now put it up. And we're going to compare notes. We're going to see who had a cool idea or a different take on a B-flat blues. Or if somebody needs help and support, there are hundreds of us there to do it for you. It's going to be an amazing thing. So I can't say it anymore, but I'll say it one more time. Write a song today. We'll see you next time. Of course, write us for the PDF if you are uh, interested in receiving it. And uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks so much. Yeah.